Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And good night. And fourth meal. Actually, how about this? I just ate a happy meal. You ate a happy meal from McDonald's. A happy meal from McDonald's. Although I do want to say something that I'm a little upset about. Yo, man, I really don't appreciate when cats at a fast food restaurant don't give you the sauces you order. Like we're we're here we're here because we want certain things, and the sauces are included in those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking to the mic, man. This is important. Oh, I'm not a sauce guy, so I understand what you're saying. Though, yes. Just so you know, by the way, Saif, you are low. Like the way you're popping. Check, check. You don't just have to say check, check. Inherently, there's other things. But yeah, like just blah blah. blah. I should be good. Check, check. No, it's you're not, fine. You're fine. How does it sound now? It sounds good. You're almost too loud now. It's almost annoying. Check, check. All right. Stop yelling. Check, check, please. Yo. There he Yo. is. There he is. Yeah. Hey, A-Track. A-Track. What's up? If you proper, if you really properly want to join this, and if you want to be as annoying as Sife, just yell check, check a few times. Check, check. Check, check. <laughs> Um, a track is here last week. He put up, uh, a post about your, you put up a post about your relationship with biz, which I thought I, I, I immediately identified with because I met biz when I was 14 and, and yeah, it did. Our relationship didn't continue though until many, many years Mm. later, you guys take, tell us, take us through for our listeners on one app, sort of your biz story that, that you had. Cause it's. It's it's amazing and also so like perfectly regular for who Biz was as a guy. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's um, you know, thinking back, uh for someone who got into hip hop when I did, which is, you know, ninety three, ninety four roughly, um, I feel like I'm I I idolized Biz maybe even more than you would expect for those years, because Biz is, you know, bigger records were a few years prior. But I was, you know, 12, 13 years old in those years, growing up in Montreal, discovering hip hop and and getting into scratching and DJing. And, you know, uh, any sort of I was just always on the hunt for like information about hip hop. And um, one album that I listened to a ton was Pete Rock and CL Smooth, The Main Ingredient. And Pete Rock was scratching on Bismarcky Records on that whole album. So as like a... Yeah, and so as like a 12-year-old who's trying to figure out, you know, what else I should listen to, and yeah, there you go. Literally, it's the first note of the intro is biz. Like, practically, I would say definitely more than half the songs, he's scratching on biz marquee uh, uh, vocals, and and Kane on just rhyming with biz, which may as well be biz. Um, So... I was hearing those, you know, those scratches and, and I just figured that every DJ had to know all these biz records and that you're supposed to scratch on biz marquee. Like it, it put biz in a really high importance to me, you know, because I was learning through the red, through the lens of this B rock album. So I started buying biz marquee records. Um, and, and with, yeah, with, with this idea, like, oh, I have to know Bismarcky, which, which is true, but like, I feel like it right. was maybe even enhanced for me. Well, right? it's, yeah, it's your formative years. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, it's when your brain was like, you're becoming independent and you find this particular sound in your hunt for hip hop. It all just came yeah. together into this yeah. perfect biz storm. And when you're away, and it, when you're outside of like, if you don't have people around you, explaining things to you exactly at least for me a track like growing up in the suburbs there are a lot of Mm -hmm. things that like we made up with the way we concocted things yeah they might not always be exactly right but it usually you if you landed in the right place but sometimes the way you got there (laughs) didn't make sense exactly so exactly so i think it landed in the right place but it's funny thinking thinking of like i remember obsessively calling the, the this one record shop in montreal because I had asked them to order um, some biz records and I would call them every week. Like, did, did it come in? Did you get biz as bad as beats? Did you get nobody beats the biz? And, um, and so I ended up having a routine on, on nobody beats the biz as I, you know, as I learned more about scratching and turntablism and I was, you know, getting ready to do my first battles. And 
the first big battle that I won was the 97 DMC World Championships. It's literally my first battle ever. I became world champion. <laughs> hey, Saif, when were you? Saif, when were you a world champion? I never was. Never were. Never Me neither. But Me that's neither. The first battle you, but you know, in. but he's a world champion friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's damn right he is. That was the first um, battle you were ever in. Yeah, because I mean, starting with the Montreal Regional, which took me to the Canadian Finals, which took oh, me to the World so Finals. The whole, the whole DMC, the ninety-seven DMC. The ninety-seven DMC is the first battle I entered, and it was a straight line to World Champion. Which wow. that that too is odd. You know, now I can look back and realize how unusual that was. And the most recognizable part of my routine in um, in that was was this uh, nobody beats the biz juggle. Let's uh, let's play so, a second of it here. Let's play a second of it here we go. By the way, doing all of this while looking literally six years old. Yes. Yes. I, as a 15 year old, I definitely looked six, maybe seven. So, and in those years, I mean, you guys remember, but I'm not sure if the, all the listeners know, but in those years, the, the DMC battles, like people heard about them more, more than now. Those v, the VHS tapes, of the, the tapes battle, moved, the tapes moved. Yeah. yeah. So the, the whole, you know, the whole world saw this video of me flipping a Bismarck key record. And then, and then I got to meet him the following year. Because in 98, um, the Beastie Boys hired Mixmaster Mike to be their DJ. I was affiliated with the Invisible Scratch Pickles already at that point, which was Mike's crew with wow. Hubert and those guys. Um, they had made me like an honorary member. So Mike was kind of my big bro by then. And, um, and so, you know, Beastie Boys were my favorite group too. So then... They got my guy as their DJ. So when they came to Montreal, of course, I was going to go, going to, go to the show. And Biz was the opener on that tour. Mm. Um, the, there was two openers, as I remember it. Money Mark, who was a keyboard player who played a lot with, with the Beasties. And he hired Kid Koala, who was a Montreal DJ as well, as his DJ. So I knew Kid Koala, who worked with Money Mark. I knew Mixmaster Mike, who worked with the Beasties. I was in heaven and Biz, my hero, whose whose records I've been obsessing over for a couple of years at that point, was at the show. So I went to the Montreal, um, you know, stop of the Beasties tour and ended up. Was even, that Molson Center? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure. Yep. And um, and then they went to Toronto right after that, and I went to Toronto with them too. I did. I I hung out for two cities. Got to meet. Got to meet the Beasties. Um, and your Ju- your Jewish and- your Jewish parents were okay with you gallivanting around Canada on a hip hop tour for a few days. Yeah, yeah, my, but they're other parents. they're other Jews. <laughs> true, true. It was it was the Beastie Boys. Yeah, the Beastie Boys. Yeah, you'll be fine. It was, like, it was, it was hip hop birthright. Hip hop yeah. birthright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even at that point, my parents had been to a few of my shows and met some of the other DJs that I was. You know, the other battle DJs who like my parents had met Rock Raider and then by that point and everyone was right, so right. nice to them, but they were like they were very cool with what I was doing. And but yeah, that's where I met Biz, the photo that I posted. Um, so you went you to Toronto after Montreal, you then went to Toronto yeah. and hung out more. How did you yep. get you went on the tour bus? You drove yourself? How did you get there? I don't really remember. I think I, I might have I think I might have taken the train. Oh right. Or like, or and you're you're or, what, sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Yes, at that point, I'm 16, and yeah, so that, yeah. that it's not that crazy. Not that crazy. Okay, yeah. no, it's manageable. Yeah, exactly. It's not. And and they knew um, Kid Koala. They had met him a bunch of times because we right, used you right. know from Montreal too. So he, so you know, there was someone they knew that that um, was part of the whole travel party too. Um, but yeah, I went with with all of them to to Toronto. That's when I first met Biz, and um, and for years people knew that I had that routine. And in fact. Later that same year, later in 98, I went to defend my DMC title. Um, and I had a routine with another biz song with Biz is Going Off. Because mm. at that point, I was just like, I'm the biz guy. 
Yeah. And and the fact that I met him that year and that he knew about my DMC set and he was so cool about it, that just kind of cemented that like Biz was just my guy. He knew he already knew about it before he met you. He knew some yeah. kid won the DMC battle using nobody beats. Exactly. Biz. Exactly. Wow. He was like, I know who you are. You you put my record. And wow, um man. yeah, so that so that was amazing. And um, you know, and then I sort of saw him over the years, but I lost contact for a long time. And then reconnected with him just two years ago uh, at Jazzy Jeff's playlist retreat thing, which uh, you guys might have heard about. It's kind of like a DJ. Oh, we heard thing. about it. We heard about that. We're, we're, we weren't invited. That's what the fuck we heard. I can I can I can try to grease some wheels. Um, where but, where but was I this? Where where was the retreat? It's uh, at where Jeff lives in um in Delaware. In, in Delaware. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And um, and Biz came through and just, you know, entertained everyone. But when he and I reconnected and he didn't even it took him a sec to re- recognize me. I was like, Biz, hate track. He's like, what? You have blonde hair. You're an adult. <laughs> You're grown up. What the hell? Wait, hold You're on. A- hold on. We have audio. Hey, we have, let's play the audio of that, too. You have that on your. Yeah. I haven't seen a yeah. track. A track is a grown man now. Last time I see A track, we were talking cereal. We were talking candy and cakes. He's a grown guy, hair on his face. His hair is blonde or something. I can't believe this is A track. You still cut? Yeah, of course I still cut. A track is developing to 16 track. <laughs> I can't believe A-Track You still in Canada? No, I live in New York Now you know that's a change uh-huh. He was in Canada That's right He was in Canada We was getting snacks Now wait, now here's my question Did he So this is, this, this is sort of what's amazing about Biz His connection to you here is personal. This is about who you were as a person. Does he even realize at this point that like you are important in this whole other way? Or is this kind of all just on some, I know you, you're a DJ, you're dope. But is he like aware of the fool's gold of it all? I have, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't, I would be surprised if he knew about fool's gold specifically, but I would think that he's probably heard my name over the years since. Right. So I don't know, but yeah, there is a personal collection connection. And by the way, there's also just an amazing memory there. And I'm always amazed that the, uh, like the crazy record diggers have that rain man memory, like that, that next level memory. True. Like I've had, I remember reconnecting with DJ shadow, a few years ago and I hadn't seen him in over 10 years, maybe 15. And, and shadow is someone that I looked up to and he was like, do you remember when we met? And I was like, you know what? I'm not sure. And he told me, he was like, I remember it was in Oakland backstage. I think it was this year that a borderline on some, you were wearing this color, like right. super visual memory. And in my head right away, I was like, of course you're a crazy record collector. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. primo is like that too. Like the, the ill record that is true. will remember some shit where you're like, I don't remember this. And Biz, you can tell, it's like that. That's such a good yeah, point. Yeah, it's very, it's very visual too at Record Collective. Yeah. Because that's yeah. why he remembered what you were wearing because the the day you met was the album cover of that day. <laughs> right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like how you remember. That's how I see it too. I don't remember to call my mother, but I know where all the samples are. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know there's a good hi-hat in this yeah, exactly. record over here that I haven't even listened to in eight years. Yeah, and you'll you'll they'll, Biz go ahead, Saif, that, Sorry, that he he asks you if you still cut because yeah. when you grow up in hip hop, a lot of us tend to stray away, move into other fields, do yeah. other things, and it's like he's gonna love you regardless. But hey, you still cut? No, yeah, man, I still love you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can hear yeah. it in his. He has such an authentic tone in his voice. Yeah, man, he was so pure. Pure, pure. So pure. And yeah, you I mean to me, Biz was like like he's literally like the 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 the, the spirit of, of hip hop. Like there's something yeah. like yeah holy about him. Like he's ne- never even you would see him and like didn't seem like a normal human being. He seemed yeah. like some sort of like enchanted 
magician of hip hop. I agree. He's a messiah. And it, yeah. And like in recent years, it's wild list. Like as there's so many more podcasts, like I really enjoyed the, the, uh, the Prince Paul, um, what had happened was, mm-hmm. uh, right. And like some of these pods, I've been, it's been a trip for me in recent years to hear so many artists bring up their memories of biz and not even specific, like, it's not a Bismarcky episode, but right. I can definitely recall conversations that podcasts with, that I've listened to in recent years with, you know, Prince Paul and the Daylog guys and, you know, uh, Search talking about early KND stuff and, and Dante Ross and like all, all of these characters who made the records that we grew up loving, they all have some sort of Bismarcky story from the eighties. Yeah. And like Paz was saying the other day, Paz from Daylog the other day was saying like, yo, my, my early Bismarcky memories was before I was even rapping. He was just yes. like the, the dude in Long Island that knew where to get records and da da da. So for me, again, I that puts me back in my, you know, wide-eyed, dreamy Canadian kid place when I hear stories like that and I can just yeah. visualize, you know what I mean, what what uh, they were all up to. Uh, in those early years, man, man, oh man, and you're that's an, yeah. and and the cool thing about Biz is he does that for basically everyone because yeah. unless you predate Biz, of which there's only it's a very limited crowd, yeah, like so so basically everybody else after you know if if you debuted like '88 or beyond, like you were already yeah. into Biz when you got on, for sure, for sure. No, nah, he's sure. he's uh he's special. When was the do you know the last time you got to see him or talk to him? Um the last time so we kept in touch on the phone at, since we reconnected that that one time two years ago. So it, it had to be right before COVID. Mm. Um once COVID started, I don't think I heard from him. But you know, everybody talks about the check-in calls that they would get from Biz. They he's legendary for that. He would just call someone, you good? Everything cool? And then like just sort of hang up or just have some ridiculous question that he would call for but um or some so I brag think like, or something yeah. <laughs> to tell you that oh, he found I know something you don't have this yeah. but, i know um, yeah, you so don't I think have it was just right before covid started <laughs> the, it, it had to be last i remember i remember the last time i um that i just saw him in a in any way was at the beginning of covid he started doing some live streaming and he was tr- oh he, yeah he, i he, saw him on the do-over channel or something he, i saw him doing trying to do one on his channel and uh-huh. and he was having like terrible sound issues. It was like it was a real moment of like you know one of your old head friends trying to make it work, yeah. and it's feeding back. Yeah. And it was like, and everyone was trying to like tell him in the comments what to do to fix the sound. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just wild because then the next thing I heard was that like he was really not in good shape, and yeah, you know, yeah. and then and then you know, I, and I don't really know much about what the last what that last year was like for him because it was I've been I realized it's it was like over a year that the word kind of spread that he wasn't doing very well. Yeah. Um, and my current contact on him had been old, had had gone to green. And so I was like, Oh, I don't, I didn't want to, you know, bother. And I sort of hoped that maybe things would just get better. But, uh, Mm -hmm. this is a, this is a, a tough one. Did you ever, did you ever get to play with the 45 turntables? No, never, never played with them. No, oh, no, me neither. My boy DJ Alize posted a a, pic, a video the other day of him oh, yeah? at, of him at Biz's crib. Yeah, Alize's a, a DC DJ, and he was at okay. he was at Biz's crib cutting on the wow. forty on the on him. I know. I was like somebody cool. somebody hit me on my on Instagram about that. They yeah. said because uh, we were debating last week if they were real, like being like real like from made by te- techniques by techniques yeah. or. Did he go to like Japan and just pay, yeah. you know, $10,000 to get these prototypes made? So somebody hit me on Instagram and said that the CEO of Techniques gave them to Biz in exchange for Yo Gabba Gabba tickets for his kids, backstage passes, wow. and all that kind of stuff. That, I don't know how real it is, but it sounds great. I, I think Biz, by the way, told me that two years ago. And again, when years ago, oh, and this ag- was years ago, I'm talking about years ago. And yeah. and again, that's the kind of thing with biz, you know, that it could that could be true. I, I, I But the thing is, biz is biz is like the 
adult version of your friend in elementary school who says they have access to a hoverboard. And ex- <laughs> except in business case, he really might have the hoverboard. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But but so yeah. we'll never know whether they made it officially or he just found someone who was like, I can make them for you. And he'll be like, word, I'll yeah. be the only person to ever have these. And I, yeah. I had one, I had one other thought about business. I, I'm going to have to run in a sec, but what, one Please. thought that, uh, about him too, as I was like listening to, I was checking out like his Benny, of the Benny and the Jets cover mm-hmm. and like listening to even like album cuts and what he was sampling. And, um, I feel like one thing I love about biz is, um, he continued that sort of bombada spirit of, finding you know finding the flavor records in the most unexpected artists and sources i think over time even during his era hip-hop became very sort of james brown breakbeat focused and biz everyone has a story about him loving you know some campy you know sort of showboaty kind of record or you know what i mean like just he stuff that's you you're you know parent music that is supposed to be kind of cheesy but he would find the one cut that's actually dope and yeah he had had just such a good sense of yeah go ahead we played we played the old one ep episode that he was on and he told us about how he got the drums for just a friend and he Mm. traded some barbara streisand record and he kept Uh mentioning it so i went and googled it and i was like this barbara streisand record is fire yo (laughs) right he knew how to like he just had that flavor where he knew how to pick out the dope Barbara Streisand record yeah. exactly, and that's kind of a that's kind of a lost art. Um, I think through the years, inevitably, I think a lot of people's ears got used to looking for certain types of samples yeah. and things that sound like a beat that you've already heard. Mm-hmm. Right. But the magic is when you go and find the ill shit in the dollar bin, and I think, yeah. or or in the you know almost like you know. Vegas singer kind of like Lawrence Welk kind of category and he was good at that did you what is nobody beats the biz your your favorite or is there something else favorite biz song yeah um my favorite biz song I mean I love yeah it's tough but I mean because even just listening to shit again the last few days like the vapors is incredible make the music is incredible and on some like less obvious, uh, the dragon with like the lyrics in the dragon, <laughs> that shit is way too funny. There's I, uh, it's a bummer that some of those album cuts aren't on. Um, yo, it's services. it's trash, yo. It really is a bummer. Like yeah. I don't know what happened with cold chilling and streaming services, but like yeah, a lot of it is also um, sample clearance. Back Samples, then. yeah. Um, you know what? I, and last thing, we'll we'll let you go here. We talked about the main ingredient, and I think yeah. ev- everyone who really, you know, everyone knows this album really well. If you're the kind of hip hop head that's listening to this podcast, and I'm going through the album last week while driving through Texas and like trying to hear which ones, and then the one that surprised me that I was like, oh, I, he didn't use this one, but then, but then when you get to the when you get to the chorus. Yeah, it's still me and your crew. Okay, so I have, I, have, I have one piece of insight. Um, go on, and then, then I then and that's I'll, it. I'll then you then you cool. go. I asked Pete Rock how come he scratched on so many biz records because there's so many that I at one point made an assumption. I remember thinking like. He must have just paid for the clearance of, you know, the album one or yeah. and and then used that for scratches on the whole album. No, it's that's I overthought it. <laughs> it's not that I was. I asked him that, and he was like, he thought for a sec, and then Pete was like, "No, I just I always had a biz record next to where my drum machine was. It was always right there. So I would make the beat, and I would grab the record and just lay down a scratch because it was right there." <laughs> Like that's his explanation. That's Pete. That's Pete. (laughs) That is that is a Pete answer right there. (laughs) Wow, that's even a level below where I was. I speculated last week 
maybe he just had in his in his drum machine he just had a bunch of you know just rhyming with biz samples loaded up and then he would just be like oh let me try this it was even more it was just a record sitting there the record was just always right there <laughs> wow <laughs> yo that is man, amazing yeah. hey a track thank you man thank you man we know you're Not busy you guys. traveling the world where are you djing tonight what are you doing I'm DJing in 15 minutes, and I'm in Florida. I'm about to go play a pool party. All right. Well, enjoy looking at women who are so attractive that you don't even know how to talk to them if the opportunity came up. That, that'll never change. <laughs> that'll never change. <laughs> DJ <laughs> nerds for life. All right, buddy. Thank exactly. you, man. Bro, All right, thank guys. Thank you so much, man. Peace. Love you, bro. Yeah, love you guys too. Thanks. Love A-Track. There he is. Yeah. Uh, Saif, I just figured it was a good idea for us to like, I, like we'll talk about other random things, but like to me, if our biz conversations go on for weeks and months, like that's what we're here for, right? Like that's what I'm here for. <laughs> like, like this is such a. I'm with, I'm with the shits, baby. I'm here for that. Like this, just such biz is so amazing. There's so much to it that as time goes on, I don't want to. I got like, so many text messages and DMs, like little biz stories and little biz things. Like, just yeah, he came to my college. I met him in my college. Like. It's so dope. DJ Bully, Billy Bush told me something nice. He sent me a text. I sent, I'm sorry, I DM'd, I mentioned him on the podcast last week. Yeah. And then and then this week I sent him a, a, um, a DM and said, yo, man, I know that you and Biz were close. I just wanted to, you know, send my condolences. Um, and he hit me back. He said, I know it was your people. He said, yeah, he was. Um, Biz and I would have 45 talk and I was saying how crazy your record collection was and he definitely agreed with me. Stay blessed. I was just happy. I was like, wow, Biz, no, Biz was aware of my 45 collection? Because I was going pretty hard for a yeah. while. I've since faded. Have you? I mean, a little bit. I What, because of COVID or before that? No, like I just had a period. I had been buying so many so consistently over like three years. And now I'm at a point of 45s or in, around me where, like, I basically have a record store in my storage and in my house because I don't remember what I've bought. Like, I need to go through them and listen and be like, what do I even have? Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, you, you've yeah. been, I know you've been there before. You just start buying so many records. Yeah. And I, I really want to get them, like, you know, properly organized. I have them generally, I have 90% of them alphabetized and in storage, but um, I, I want to get them set up in, like, dope proper small shelving i don't know i need to i need to figure it out but i have other things i need to handle first um cypher <laughs> um I'm, i didn't hear from yesterday on my birthday i mean i even said i didn't i, didn't, I texted I, you on my birthday did you yeah and you still ignored it ignored what the text can i can i can i be honest with you go ahead I knew it was your birthday. Happy first of all, happy birthday. Oh, thank bro. you. I'm stuck. Happy motherfucking birthday. I know it's your birthday. Like we've talked about on the podcast before, I was waiting for it to rain before I hit you. Of course. So I didn't want to text you happy birthday until rain was upon the earth. Touch upon the earth. Uh, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, um, Rosenberg shares his birthday with Holly Selassie, um, the the guy that Rastafarians all pray to. Yep. The emperor of uh, Ethiopia from Rastafari. And, uh, basically, Shawnee Culture, our good friend from High 97. My good friend, Shawnee Culture. Told us that every year on that day, they share, they share the birthday. Every day on every year, it rains on that day, no matter what, somewhere, it rains. And every year since Shawnee Culture has told us that, it's been true. And yesterday I was home all day and it was sun shining all day. I was like, uh-oh, mm. uh-oh. It ain't happening today. Uh -oh. And I'm seeing all the Instagrams go around of Rosenberg's birthday. I'm like, damn, I got to say happy birthday, but I want to wait till it rains. And then it got so late and I was working on a secret project in my house. What secret um, project? No, it's a secret. Okay. And then uh, my friend hit me and she goes, I just fell at work. And I go, why? What happened? She goes, it's raining outside, and I slipped. And I was like, oh shit! It rained. It fucking rained in New York, and it was a it was a sun shower, a little it's, quick. I heard. <laughs> I, I heard. I heard varying, varying rain 
happened in New York. Some sun showers, some real storms, but it came down. Come on, bro. That's fire. Always. What version is that? Jazzy Jeff is mixing live right now. Oh. Clean. Yo, Jeff is so fucking clean, man. Super clean. Um, so that, so in the end, I sent Shawnee and and Saif a text and was like, "Yo, rain upon the earth." I said it after it rained, and then, but then you didn't respond. Well, by then I was like, I'll just say it on this on the podcast. <laughs> it's quite all right. I'm such a baby about my birthday. Literally, I tell everyone, everyone about my birthday. No, you know the trick. The trick the is post. To, the Instagram post. Uh, yeah, but it's supposed who else shares the same birthday as you. And then you say, oh, like Marlon Wayans. Yeah, I share the same birthday as yo, ha, yo, you know, happy birthday to my I share the same birthday. Can't believe we share the same birthday. <laughs> yo, Saif, your um your friend Natalie Cuomo here on, on Instagram, she just threw up a post. Mm-hmm. A a clear, let's get it, let's get these likes. Let's get these. Yeah. Let's get these likes. Bikini. Yeah. Let me see. Check it out. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you something. Oh uh, yeah, she had some. Whatever. Some girl drama. So I'm sure she's flexing on these she, bitches. She needs oh, to. Yeah. yeah. You see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just went for it. Let me just get it. Let me just sit on my knees in a bikini. <laughs> Yo, so I'm gonna keep it real. Yo, like and she I put it up 11 minutes ago. It's a thousand likes already. Oh yeah, they know. She's gonna outdo my birthday. All my birthday posts. So I gotta tell you though. So Natalie is you're this Natalie, not my Natalie. Natalie Cuomo is very tatted, very tatted. Yeah. Yep. I, I got there are certain there are certain tat. Areas, Saif. Mm-hmm. And, and I, by the way, let me just, I guess I think we have to say this to be clear in 2021. I know that my taste doesn't matter. I understand. Right. I'm, I am a disgusting schlub. Who yeah. would want to be with me? Would a woman choose me to be a fat, hairy piece of shit? Hey, you know what? You got one. Facts. So. Hold on, oh, hold and, on tight. Hold on tight. That's exactly right. But. Just in a in a world where we're allowed to give our you know thoughts because it's our podcast. Okay. I gotta tell you, there are certain areas where if you get tattooed, yeah, I, I'm so instantly like not a fan. You're off. I'm out. out. And by, it's okay. not it's not like I don't think the person can be beautiful I, and attractive. Stop fucking putting disclaimers. I got it. But What's yeah, the areas. Well, Natalie Cuomo, she has the web thing on her knee. On the knee, yeah. That's tough for me. And then above the knee, she uh, went like across both thighs. Right. That's, uh, and then, and then I'll be honest. Actually, the really the only place I can live, that I could live with, I, I believe, is like a couple on the arms, you know? Like I could live you don't with. Like, you don't like the knee? What's wrong with the knee? I'm not into the knee. But what, why don't you like a tat on the knee? What is it about it? I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it you don't like. Now, does she have a tattoo that says Queens above her knee? I don't know. I I never is she from Queens? She's from Queens, yes. Oh, well, she, then, then there you go. Yeah. Yep. Now, my Natalie might actually really respect that. She'd probably like that. Yeah. Queens across the leg. She'd probably be into it. But yeah, it's... Listen, I mean, God bless you. I'm sure she is, does just fine. But for me... And me and Laura have argued about this before because you know Laura's a, a tat queen. Laura got a, Laura got some thigh tat. Does she have thigh tat too? I think so. She has back of the calf tat for sure. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. And 
I don't know. And then she has arm. Of course. Um. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's the most basic thoughts, right? Like, I just think women are naturally so hot. I'm like, why do you want like random writing and webs and fucking God knows? I just, I don't know. But here's here's the thing I hate about. Cuomo. I should be covered in tattoos. I'm repug. Yeah. Here's the thing I hate about Cuomo. When people ask her, "Oh, what is this? What is that?" She goes, "I don't know." Like she got the, the one tat she got. She goes, the tattoo artist wants to put Mickey Mouse on me. I'm like, are you a Mickey Mouse fan? She goes, no. I'm like, oh, so you said no? She said, I don't care. I said, I, I have to hang up now. I can, I can only talk to Cuomo for certain minutes at a time. Because <laughs> that's crazy. Now you're, this is crazy talk. You're talking yeah, about perma- just permanently putting, on your body. Yeah, with shit you don't really care about. I have, I have an idea for a tattoo I've always wanted. And cannot to this day, to this day, figure out how to do it, why to do it, where to do it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, what is it? And that's one. It's a it's a it's a line from Outcast. It's a it's it's a line from Outcast, and I want to get it on my arm. And I'm like, how do I go about this? It's a meaningful line. It's gonna take a while. You know what I mean? Like, and they're just like, yeah, put a flower on me. Well, think about it like this: even when people do think of what they want to tattoo on themselves. I was sure as a teenager. And when I say sure, I mean, I was sure Mm -hmm. as a teenager that the tat that I would never regret would be a record. Mm -hmm. And in or around the record, it would say, rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you live. Okay. I like that. I got to say though, right now, I would probably feel like a cornball if I had rap is something you do, hip hop is something you live. Because as you get older, you realize I don't need that tatted on me. I don't need it. Like it's I don't give a fuck if people know. I know there are people who will always for record forever. would look horrible. Also. Record is horrible. Size is a black circle. A black circle. <laughs> Come on, that would have been. And you know who ended up? Um, I want uh, prediction. Do you believe Rockotics will be on Spotify? No. Your prediction is no, it will not be. Why? Because that's they, they sampled it. Ooh, the Rockotics. <gasps> wow. Going out to the hardcore hip hop. When I be looking at life through the visions of my red eyes, slow as how I see the things going right by, all the problems survive, and the mind just glides with the high. Yo, people, people hate the music that I love, yo. This has six, 15,000 plays on Spotify. 15,000. Is, is that good or bad? Bad. Oh. It's been out for 30 years. To, I mean. I, I don't, I didn't like that, what you just played. You, you don't, do you, I liked the, um, the original better. That was the remix. Yeah, this Rockotics was a fucking dope ass name though. Rockotics was a name. They had Rockotics, a name. Can we take that? Just, wait, what are we going to do with it? I don't know. You know what? Maybe you could put out a shirt that says Rockotics because the only shirts that you finally got up, by the way, the Wanep shirts are finally up supposedly. I I go into this knowing I'm going to get ripped off on these shirts. I'm never going to hear about this again. This is, these are going to be like quietly sold over time. I'll never get an update. And Syph will steal the hard-earned money of these shirts. But the fact the that we... Shirt, the, the shirts are registered under both of our names, under an account we created. Oh, it is? And under an email we all created. It goes to both of us. Oh, okay. That's great it to goes know. To an, it goes to our joint account. But I got to tell you, I want to punch <laughs> you in the face that we finally have a shirt up. And one of them is of a name that is no longer the name of the show officially gone it took so long to get up that we changed the name of the show there's a one ep is dead de la soul shirt now it's a dope shirt it's and it's also a collectible and it's a collectible but the only items we have are that which is no longer the name of the show and then a shirt that just says years ago years ago years ago and we barely even say i mean years ago is still part of the show but it's not as big as it was then and on the bottom of years ago, it says one up is dead. And it, and it says one up is dead again. 
Yo, who's your man, yo? Fire your man. I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to. That took a long time. Holy shit! It's very, it's very upsetting. Speaking of upsetting. Speaking of um, people, I'd like to fire. No, uh, did you did you even? Why are they only in white? Oh, Saif, don't start looking. You're just looking now. Do you want to fire him right now on the podcast? <laughs> Show me something. No, it's all right. Show us all something. Did you? Uh, not. Let me, why am I asking the question? Let me just be clear. I'm gonna rhetorically ask you a question. Okay. Did you watch the Kanye West live stream, Saif? I did not. Oh, you didn't. I thought you would have stayed home and streamed away. Where was it? It looked like a big place. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Is that where the, the football team plays? Yes, where the Falcons it play. Packed? It was it looked like 75% maybe. Okay. Um it's I, I can't tell you. I mean, the Hove verse sounded cool. Um, so Hove wasn't there. No. Oh, I thought Hove pulled up. It was just a verse. No, Kanye, you know. You know, he's changed, Sife. Um he now Kanye? Yeah, yeah. He now understands God, right? And right, with right, right, right. with that comes when you really understand God comes a certain sense of um humility and forgiveness. Forgiveness and what humility and well so and if you're really, you know, humble generally the way to present your music would be to lazily throw together a half-assed not finished piece of shit <laughs> play it in front of an entire stadium during the end of a pandemic uh-huh. and wear a bright red to- head-to-toe outfit which, by right. the way, that same outfit was then available for sale through Gap the next day. Right. And, was Gap, yeah. and you'd wear that and be completely alone by yourself in the middle of the stadium. To me, that's, that screams wait, wait, this of... Is a, this is a Gap bubble, a bubble goose Gap coat in July. A bubble goose Gap coat in July <laughs> in the middle of a stadium... By yourself. Yeah. Because he has found, you know, he's really, oh, there's a oneness with God. <laughs> like, and like, it, for me, it's like, I'm not saying Kanye's not trying to do the things that he says he's going to do. Here's what I can't imagine Kanye, let Kanye, he is what he is, right? And he, mm-hmm. he is an interesting cat who has his share of things he has to deal with and figure out. I can't imagine being one of his people, though. Who like shows up to everything? Who has to continue to be like, yeah, that's my guy. Like I can't. Like I respect. There's a lot of people. I won't mention them by name because I don't know if they're on the record for saying this. There's a lot of people who used to be like that who are out. Like they were like, I'm done. I don't. I don't go. I don't. I'm not yeah. interested. I'm good. Yeah. People who we like, friends of this show, yeah. who were like, I know, I know some people like that. Yeah, we're out. We're done. But for there are other people who I like and generally think are cool who continue to have to like parade around and do this thing with him. And he'll be like, yo, come to here. And they're like, all right. I mean, you saw 2 Chains was backstage recording at the show. And Young Guru put up a post saying that Jay recorded his verse that day. Mm. Like, I just don't understand who's moving, who would enjoy moving around like this in any way. Like, I would just be like, fuck out of here. Like, what? What? It's, and then yet I still do find myself curious because I was at the most angry, anti, over the top, anti Kanye, totally bought into, you know, the, in the, in a very Rosenberg, Sife would say, why the fuck do you care? You know, yeah, that, that sounds like me. And I, and I, and I was like, this is bullshit. Fuck you. I can't believe this piece of shit, red hat. And then I still, I was like, and, and I was like that, oh, and he makes a, he's making a, a gospel album. I was like, I've never even listened to real gospel music. I need to waste my time listening to Kanye West. Shouldn't I start with like someone real? Is it gospel? Well, not this one. The Jesus is King. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I've never even listened to real gospel, and I'm going to start with this bullshit. What am I doing? And then I heard this song. So, 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 so,
I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I just want to play this. We've never talked about this before. I've wept. I was going through like the thick of my sh personal shit. I, I wept to this song. Listen. Wept. Let your light reflect on me. I promise I'm not hiding anything is Now, real quick, Saif, this is perfect. When Kanye comes on this song, I made a mix. I loved this song so much. I made a mix where I removed Kanye and just looped the this part again mm -hmm. because the song is put together so beautifully, and Aunt Clemens is the, the vocalist, right? The singing so fire. And then Kanye's kind of amateurish God rap came on, and I was just like, this is what you thought went here? And I'll let it play through. <laughs> Jesus, flow through us. Jesus, heal the bruises. Jesus, clean the music. Jesus, please use us. Jesus, please help. Jesus, please heal. Jesus, please forgive. Jesus, please reveal. Jesus, give us strength. Jesus, make us well. Jesus, help us live. Jesus, give us wealth. Jesus is our safe. Jesus is our rock. Jesus, give us grace. Jesus, keep us safe. Yo, how did no one go? Yo, with all due respect, man, have you heard what this? How beautiful the song sounds. Like, what is that? What the fuck is that, yo? I'm not even a religious man. I just know the word "Jesus give us wealth" doesn't even make sense. First of all, I know "Jesus give us wealth" is bizarre, and and you, what are you doing? But then he still has such fucking genius to him too. It's amazing that our one up with him actually finished. I'm, I'm so happy we got that done, though. We did manage. It was only half hour, but it's important that it happened. It's a good one. It's a good half hour. And we had to fight to keep him on the track, boy. He was, yeah. he wanted all, he wanted to talk everything about, like, you could just tell it was always, like, leaning back towards the fashion and yeah. the people. Well, that's what he was going through at the time. With fashion? So wait, so is this album out? No, so it, they ended up saying now they're going to release it in two weeks, I think. And like, did it, did it get a bad response? That what is that why? No, I, you know that you know the cat Justin Leboy. I do not. He's like a, I don't even know what Justin Leboy is. What does Justin Leboy do? He's like a. Hold on, I I dropped my headphones. Here Hold he is. On, give me a second. He has three point eight million followers. Sorry, I dropped my headphones. What was that? He has 3.8 million followers. Okay. His hashtag that he says to everything is respectfully. Okay. Who is this person? Why are you telling me this? I don't know who he is. I know he got really famous. I don't I don't this, know how. The question I asked. In this conversation. Okay. He put up a tweet, uh, a tweet, which is also on his Instagram now. That okay. says Kanye West will move the release date of Donda to August 6th. Thanks for your patience with a heart. He wants to give his fans the best possible product without rushing anything. He Who's loves y'all. He Thank you. He loves y'all with all of his heart. God bless. Hashtag Donda. Hashtag respectfully. Now listen, I don't really know who Justin LeBoy is, but I know why did you sign up? By the way. And, you know, Rappaport drives me insane on social. Like, I sometimes think he's such an ass. But, God, this is funny. Right under that, I see a post from Michael Rappaport with a picture of Kanye and the bright red bubble goose and Rappaport's comment. Kanye's cry circle, a.k.a. circle jerk album, has been put on the shelf. <laughs> oh, yo, Rappaport could be okay. such a dick, but it's really funny. Okay, uh, you know the guy Dave from the UK? Dave? Hold on. Have you heard of Dave? Oh, oh the artist Dave. The artist Dave. Dave, yes. Okay, sure. Fire album. All right. I implore you to check it out. Really? Fire. Okay. Fire album. Okay. It's all the buzz right now. All the buzz. He's, he's, he more sings than raps, right? Uh, 
he's like half and half. Okay. He raps a lot more on this album. It seems like he's like every like everything um, else these days. It's it's uh, it's not quite all fire, 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 okay. fire album. Um, and then uh, all my UK fans, all the UK fans, I'm coming out there soon. I'm working on a secret project. What's the secret project? I can't tell you. It's a secret. Mm. Mm-hmm. But. But my boy Rosenberg making an album has inspired me to work on some secret projects. Mm. So uh, UK, be on the lookout for yours truly, Cypher Sounds, anybody from the UK area. And then most importantly, I wanted to talk about this last week, but we got caught up with the death of our friend Bismarcky. Have you seen the Mary J. Blige documentary? Have you ever? Have you ever? I have not seen it. The Mary J. Blige, My Life documentary. That's right. Is pure, unadulterated, fuego fire. Really? Now, if you're from that, if you're not from that era, it's a it's a very interesting piece of work. Okay. That if maybe maybe you're not a Mary J. Blige fan, maybe you have no. Opinions left or right about Mary J. Blige, and this will give you a, a very nice overview of a young black woman coming up in the industry making her mark. Okay, if you're from that era, if you're from the era, you, I'm from that era, and you love Mary J. Blige, Ray, I watched this shit on a plane and was tearing up. Really? And it was a black woman. It was so funny. It was a black woman. Oh, it's funny. I got um, uh, I was sitting in coach. And I was watching my app to see if I get an upgrade. Sure you were. And the, the first, class, first class was full. So I was like, ah, fuck, I got to sit with the animals. Fine. Oh. So I take my seat, and then I see a, front, a first class seat still open, and they're saying they're about to close the doors. And then I hear some ker- ker- kerfuffle, and somebody was like, hey, is this seat not taken? Because, you know, my friend would love this seat. And the, I see the guy from the airline go, oh, hold on, let me check the upgrade list. And I know I was next on the upgrade Oh, list. you knew it. Anyway, he grabs me, pulls me up to the first class seat. He's a black woman there, older black woman. I'm watching this shit on my phone, and I can see her just watching it over my shoulder. But, like, I had headphones on. Wait, so, I by the way, hold on real quick. See her. The part of, the, of someone else was going to go for your seat. That was um, irrelevant. That was just part of the story of you getting the seat. Yeah, it was irrelevant. Just okay. to, I thought at the end you were about to say, it turned out it was Mary J. Blige who wanted the seat. Oh, the, uh, the seat's just there was a black woman there. That's <laughs> and, black and you got the first class seat. I got the first class seat. There you seat. go. Damn right uh, you did. But I would have had a whole row to myself. Well, who cares? Okay. How can okay. I love somebody else if oh, I this can't. Shit. You know what you should do though, real quick? Sing. Bro, I didn't even know all this shit about Mary. I don't I, by the way, I don't really know the whole Mary story. Bro, I went back and listened to the album and she almost kind of ruined it. She ruined my one of my favorite albums. My life is one of my favorite albums of all time. Black shade. And now I know the meaning behind a lot of it, bro. It's sad as fuck. Sad so, as fuck. But man, that era, that era, Andre Harrell, Puffy, um, then her talking about Casey from um, Jodeci. Casey and Jodeci, yeah, sure, sure. Oh man. Um, no, what's no, no, no. what's this no, on no, here? Casey from Jodeci, not Casey from Casey and Jojo. It's the same thing. That's the same person. That's not the same. It's not the same. Why, why do you think is Casey and Jojo super yeah it's like the super mainstream version of Jodeci I guess you're right because that's all my life yeah you're fucking I, well I just think of I just think of them as it's the same people it's Casey and Jojo I know but it's not the same saying that's like saying Bell Biv DeVoe instead of new edition yeah but the thing is the, I guess the real person who should have a problem you say if I'm if I say Casey and Jojo and is the same as Jodeci is Devonte Swing he's the one who really should be like wait 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 there's a fucking difference between Jodeci and Casey and Jojo, my guy. You know what yeah. the difference is? It's duh. I'm the difference. <laughs> I'm the duh. I'm the duh. But so, I think it was on, um, I think I watched it on Amazon Prime, man. And it's it was Amazon. A fucking sure. beautiful piece, man. It was made so well. I want to 
find this woman who made it and 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 ask and her fuck to work her. on my secret project. Oh, 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 sorry. I did not think that's where you were gonna go. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you find her and fuck her, which is what's this? Yeah, what's if, what's reminisce audio two mix? On this fire. You know the audio two mix? But that's first. That's first album though. That's what's the four one one. Yeah, I have this. This is fire. But it talks a lot about that album too because it's her introduction. You're gonna love it when this beat drops. Classic Uptown shit right here. Here we go. Oh yeah. Well, how is this? How is this audio too? Um, the way. Wait till the beat drops. CL's on this, right? Yeah. Wait, that, I don't think that's the audio two one. That's how it's listed. I remember there's another there's another Mary J. Blige. I don't know. That's weird because there's another Mary J. Blige with the beat that's like, but I think that's but I think that's MC Light song. Isn't that MC Light? Um, What's the other audio two record? Not top billing. They had two. I don't care. How's I don't care go? I don't oh. care. I, I I don't. Isn't it sample? Doesn't it sample top billing and repeat? I don't care. Mm. See if I'll let you I know. think it's I think it's Mary J. Blige because that's Audio Two sister, right? Aud- here's the Audio Two. Here's the Audio Two page. Top billing acapella is is number one. Okay. Why is it listed as acapella? Check it out. MCMI people call me milk. When I'm busting up a party, I feel no guilt. Quick update to Spotify. This is not an acapella. We should have a conversation about what these words mean. Audio two, acapella. Here's um Cram to understand you. Is that it? Oh, by MC Light? Yeah. Cram to understand you. I think that's it. Play that. Don't tell me what to do. No, never. It's your birthday. Here we go. I love MC Live. I used to be in love with this guy named Sam. I don't know why, because he had the head like that of a You want to be upset? That's not it. D- yo, yo, the songs that are in MC Light's top five on Spotify for popular really show you how much people just suck a fat one. Mm-hmm. You know what her number one is, right? What? Wow. Second. Yuck. I know. Third. I know. Her first three are like the three of my least favorite songs. Fourth, you start to get into business. I fuck with this. Yeah, me too. Now we're in business, okay? This song used to make me so sad. When I was a kid and I saw the video. I met him in a club hanging out one night. He said, hello, I'm George. Hi, life. How's everything going, huh? How you what doing? drums are those? The bridge? Hope everything's fine. Ooh, and um. Can um, I call you sometime? Can I get the digits? And the address so I can come visit. I gave him the digits. That wasn't a problem. It may be the bridge drums. Yeah, I think it is. It is, right? George looks good. Damn good. And if I... Oh, you mean... Oh, oh, the bridge. Do you mean the best song of the KRS MC Sham battle? Is that what you're referring to? 
No. I didn't say the bridge is over. I said the bridge. No, no, no. You said the bridge. Yeah. The best, the best song. The, the best song of the battle. No, the bridge is over is the best song. No, no. This is it. This is it. You love to hear the story again and again of how it all got started. Yo, yo, way yo, back. yo, 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 yo. No disrespect. Hear me. Hey, hey. I'm listening. No disrespect. But you've been with your queen's bitch a little too long, yo. That's what it is. That's what it is. No, no, no. First of all, that's I, what it is. I don't appreciate you coming out of your mouth sideways. And I'm gonna find the real version. That that bullshit Spotify version. Nah, give me the fucking proper goddamn intro to this song where it builds. Where it builds, and when it first comes in, you go. What is it? What song is it? What is that? I don't know what the fuck that was. I think it's MC. There <laughs> we go. I think it's MC Light. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, we got MC Sands in the house tonight. Tonight, she just came from off tour. Anyone you hear that? Story about where they come from. Where's it from? The bridge, the bridge, the The bridge, Queens Bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, Queens Bridge. Now you say, in your mind's eye, Susan, that this is the best one. I'm sorry, what did he say? Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. What did he say? Rhyming like they're gay. Well, guess what, Sif? I win because my battle song wasn't offensive, okay? Your song's been disqualified for being a jerk. So I'll never play this song again. I can listen to the bridges over on a regular day where I can only listen to the bridge during old school sets. Ooh. See, by the way, I understand that what I'm saying in that I love the bridge the most, I understand it's not the opinion. But by the way, that's the way I am about Takeover and Ether too. But you're with me on Takeover, aren't you? As a song? Yes. Yeah. You're with me on Takeover, but I believe generally, would you agree? A lot of people would view those things as similar. Thinking Takeover is better than Ether and thinking the bridge is better than the bridge is over. Like, because hip hop decided it's the opposite. Hip hop decided Ether won and the bridge is over one. Hold on. The hip hop decided the bridge is over one? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Yeah. And, and I admit that for some reason, the, the, the drums on the bridge. And the and the sample, which that was the first time I ever heard it. The eh, eh, what is that? What is the fucking thing he sampled on he that? Told us it's something in reverse. He told us. God, if only we had a long form interview with him. <laughs> By the way, shouts to Marley. He has a podcast now too. Do you see that? No, everybody has a podcast. No, come on, that's yeah, Marley podcast though. Game. I know. We fathered this whole. Imagine if we were getting pennies on everyone. Anyway, anyway, listen, what the fuck, man? Well, you're the, I don't know. What is the fuck? All right, just nothing. I'm going to go now. Thanks for joining us on one app. <laughs> Hold on, I want to see who the, what the sample is in the bridge. Obviously, impeach the president. Scratching by the magic disco machine. Huh. Huh. 
Um, also, I want to tell everyone real quick before we get out of here, because we've really been all over the place. I heard the Isaiah Rashad album, which comes out on TDE next Friday, the 30th. Fantastic. Good, good, piece of, good, piece, good, good piece of work. Good piece of work. And I want to shout out to all of you, the one Eppers, who sent me beautiful and loving birthday wishes. I appreciate it greatly. Um, and everyone who signed up for the uh, the Patreon, Saif. Um, yeah, man. And also, uh, everybody that shows love on the Biz episode, man, really, really appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't do it for the credit, but I do it for the love. But just to, to no, see it feels good. Checked it out. Also, shout out to my friend Ron Stu. Love, love Ron Stu. He's a great which, guy. Whatever la- label he works at now, I can't remember. Um He's he's been listening to the one app, the Jay Z one app, the one app. Oh, really? Yeah, he says it's really good. He said it popped up. Here's his here's this flex. He said the one app, the the one we did with with Jay Z, the one app podcast popped up on his Tesla. On his really? Tesla shuffle. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he's been listening to it. He said it's amazing. Huh. I wonder what sort of deal Mass Appeal has going on that that happened. Yeah. And I wonder if we should be making guapolate off that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking about that guac, that cheddar, that cheese, that... Fetty, that cream, <laughs> that dough. You know what, Saif? I don't want to get upset you, but I got to tell you, I'm not ready to finish talking with you for the week yet. Okay. And I feel that we should talk a little bit more for Patreon. Okay. All right. <laughs> What do you? Why is your mouth all closed when you're saying it? No, like it's fine. It's fine. You sure? Because you don't sound right. happy about it. All right, we'll say goodbye then. Go to Patreon. <laughs> do you promise to perk up when we start recording for Patreon? I'll perk up. I'll perk all right, all right. We love you guys. We really do appreciate everyone, and um, we'll be back next week. Oneep.com. Oneep.com. Go to the Oneep Bodega. Pick up a shirt. And I don't want the tatted women to be offended by this week's episode. Please, please don't be offended. I just don't want the knee tat, okay? But it doesn't matter. You know, I'm taking anyway. Who cares what I think? You don't even want to be with me. I'm disgusting. All right, and I love you. 